Hey guys, welcome to Reality Review with Lady B reviewing Unexpected, the Fully Bub. So let's get into it. So I'm going to start with Micra and Ethan because their segment is very little and is really quick. So I figured I'd start with them first. So Micra and Ethan. Mikra and Ethan get picked up by his parents and Michelle is hoping that Ethan and Mikra will step up to care for their baby most of the time because Charlie has two different jobs so he's working all the time and you know Michelle's also working full-time plus taking care of her and Charlie's you know youngest child that's still like at least a toddler so they kind of got their hands full so they're hoping that Mikra and Ethan will pull their weight as new parents and actually you know take care of their child and you know do what they can however Michelle did say that she will be there if they need it but she really wants them to you know step up to the plate as new parents and not only that but the fact that Ethan and Micra just had a kid it just seems that it's causing a lot of strain on Michelle and Charlie's relationship and that's all really Michelle really gives us is that it's causing a strain we don't know what it could possibly mean it could possibly just a financial strain plus loving strain but we'll probably see more as the season continues but that's where we kind of leave off of them we don't really get much intel we don't see anything really new other than them just packing up and going back home so moving on to Jenna and Aiden Jenna and Aiden just got out of the hospital and she got this fully bulb to induce her labor. Now, what this thing is, is like a long tube. I guess that has kind of like a bulb, like a circular bulb. They stick that into her coochie. They take the tube on the outside and pump some water through to pass into her cervix, which creates a, I guess, like water's getting up there to put pressure on her cervix to make her quickly go into labor. Jenna explains that that was the most painful experience that she has ever had to deal with in her life. And it's something that, you know, she never expected it to be. Otherwise, you know, why would she take this method? But anyways, she feels like Aiden doesn't really care about what she's going through. And on their way home, Jenna is like already starting to have her contractions and she is feeling the pain. Jenna thinks that if it were the other way around, she would be there for Aiden and be supportive. But Aiden isn't there for her when it comes to being emotionally supportive. Aiden believes that he is supportive because he's like going to work every day and providing for his family. He's like, yeah, I I support my family. And the way how I see it is that it's financial support though. I mean, yes, that's great and everything. Always be there to provide financially for your children plus your girlfriend or wife if you're still together and living with them. But what really she needs right now is that emotional support. You know, she needs you emotionally and mentally to be there for her while she's going off this process not you bitching at her while she is in the process of having your kid you know nobody wants to go through that so Aiden explains that he just got off of a long day at work and he has a headache and I'm just thinking oh poor baby oh meanwhile your 
girlfriend is having an eight pound, maybe more pounds plus baby. You don't know that. But still, she's pushing this kid at any time. But even before that, she's going to have these painful contractions. Least you can do is, I don't know, hold her hand and say everything is going to be all right. That's not that hard to do. So Aiden asks her what she wants to eat, right? And she's like whispering Panera bread because she is so much in pain that she can't deal with this anymore. And he couldn't hear her, so he asked her again. That's when she kind of screams, Panera bread. Aiden took offense to that because he thought that was really rude of her to yell at him. And it's no wonder why he's in a bad mood all the time. And that's what he explains to Jenna. I feel like Jenna yelled because she is going through all of this great deal of pain. Of this, like, induced contractions. And I'm sure she didn't mean it at all. Like, not only that, but, you know, she's pregnant. So going through all this pregnancy process and also on top of being induced, you're going through pain physically. Plus, you know, your hormones are rising up and down and sideways. Like you're going, you know, mentally, not crazy, but kind of crazy because, you know, pregnancy hormones. So I just feel like Aiden just needs to stop playing this woe is me card. Like, Act like a grown man and be there for her. Take care of her needs emotionally and mentally. She doesn't need your attitude as well as an added stress to her pregnancy and through this entire process. So the next day, it's really early in the morning. Jenna has been going through so much pain with her fully bub and at night she couldn't get enough sleep. Matt and her stepmom, Kathy, are also awake while Aiden is still asleep. Matt feels really bad for Jenna because he wants to help his daughter out, but, you know, he can't. And it's kind of annoying her that he's asking all these questions like, are you nervous or is there anything I can do? Stuff like that. And, you know, he feels like he can't relate because he has never been through that experience, nor will he ever experience that. So it really hurts him to see his daughter in pain and he can't do anything to help her with it. It's it's all understandably so why he feels that way. So Aiden wakes up and comes down for breakfast and he's still giving her this like silent attitude kind of thing. And he explains that he knows that Jenna is upset with him, but he just needs everyone to be quiet around him. Jenna feels like Aiden needs to suck it up because it's her day and she is about to push this baby out of her coochie. So he needs to put his bad mood behind him. She is right. Honestly, I feel like Aiden is being selfish here because all he has been thinking about is himself and how he feels and how stressful his work is. It's always him, 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 him. Not about her or what she's going through. And when anytime she does complain about whatever pain she's going through, he kind of dismisses it and is like, oh, it's not so bad. Oh, stop. You're being annoying. You know what I mean? He just keeps on doing all that, shutting her out. But like when it comes to him, oh, I'm, I have a headache from work. So what, dude? Your girlfriend's about to push out a nine pound baby. I just feel like he should be happy and over the moon because, you know, she's about to have your son. You should be like feeling either in love or in bliss because you're about to meet your son for the first time soon. But instead, he is being emotionally unavailable with her. And that's not what she needs right now. Jenna needs him to be there for her and not to be grumpy throughout this entire thing. So Jenna and Aiden, as well as Matt and Kathy, ride to the hospital together, but in different cars. 
Jenna wished that they didn't tag along because it's making her have this anxiety feeling. But Matt wants to be there because, you know, it's a big life event that his daughter is about to go through. So he wants to try to be there for her, even if that means like having just a send off at the hospital parking lot. So once they get there, they hug it out and Jenna and Aiden go into the hospital to, you know, go through the labor process. So moving on to Tyra and Alex. Alex is helping Tyra move out of her dorm since the school year is done. Tyra decided to go back to Alex's grandmother's house because that's where Layla is right now and she figures to spend the summer with her daughter even though her and Alex are having a bit of a rocky relationship at this time. So they get to her dorm and Alex just goes straight to sitting down and is on his cell phone and Tyra is starting to pack her stuff up. This kind of irked me a bit because I feel like he could be doing more by helping her with the, you know, picking up some of her clothes or something like that. Or at least boxes setting it up so she can put her clothes in there. Just kind of be more attentive, but he's kind of in his world on his phone. Tyra tells us that Alex has never come to visit her. It always has been her going over to visit him and the baby and never him making more of an effort to come see her with Layla. She sometimes thinks that her relationship would have been different if she didn't go to school so far away from where she lives. But at the same time, she isn't blaming herself either. Alex explains that when Tyra went to school that he would miss her a lot. But as time, you know, went on, he missed her less because she's experiencing new things and meeting new people and that she is just different now. So he could care less if she came back or not. So Tyra wants to be with Alex, but she feels like Alex doesn't want her as much as she wants him. And she just wants their relationship to get better because she's tired of this, you know, strain of their relationship. The more I think about it, I feel like Honestly, they just need to have a real deal sit down conversation about everything in order for their relationship to work, just to clear the air with their worries for each other. And from the sounds of it, their issues is mostly based on communication and lack of quality time. If they actually sat down and expressed how they felt, honestly, and not just expressing how they felt, but understanding each other and actually trying to build those kind of connections to work. Like put what you say into motion and actually carry out what each partner said and actually do the work. I think they could be a great couple. But you know, they are still young, so hopefully they can get to that point where they can have that kind of real deal conversation. Anyways, so Tyra and Alex arrived at his grandmother's house and she is unpacking her stuff in his room. And the grandma is like asking her mom, yo, what's the deal with them? Because they seem off. And his mom doesn't know what's going on between Alex and Tyra because Alex keeps on protesting that everything is fine. And the grandma is noticing a difference with Alex and Tyra saying that, you know, they're not really as close as they used to be. So Alex's mom says that Alex doesn't open up and talk about his feelings at all to anybody so maybe that's what's causing the strain as well as the distance between them. The grandma thinks that if something were to happen to them, then Tyra would most likely take Layla, which will break the great grandma's heart immensely. And the great grandma starts to really cry 
because you know she's been there since the baby was a baby so it would break her poor little heart she doesn't know what she would do if tyra took her baby so on to lawrence and lily lily and lawrence are packing up to head out for their weekend getaway lily calls it a baby moon to spend time with lawrence alone before the baby comes and to probably celebrate lily's birthday as well Lily feels that she could have the baby early because his head is getting lower and lower and she hopes that he stays in until 36 weeks so that it doesn't cut her trip very short. And you know, right now she's at 33 weeks. Lawrence is trying to figure out when is the best time to propose. He has her parents' blessing and he has the ring picked out. He made it special by having it custom made for her and he doesn't have it plan of how it's going to happen when he starts to propose but he knows he will do it on their baby moon so it's their second day of their baby moon and lily has scheduled a baby photo shoot and they are on their way to the set lawrence is getting irritated because he missed a turn and he can't hear his map on his phone speaking to him because lily is on the phone with her mom but but she also has her mom on speakerphone so lily asks lawrence why is he mad and he explains that he is tired and doesn't feel like taking pictures or seeing anyone right now lawrence has been up all night trying to figure out how he is going to propose to lily and he feels really bad for giving all of this attitude towards her but he is trying to figure out the best way to get on one knee and propose so the maternity photo shoot is actually a birthday gift from her mom that you know gave to her to have memories of when she was pregnant with their son and you know that's why lily wants to do it so they eventually get to their destination and the photographer takes her pictures in a field filled with sunflowers they start taking their pictures and in an interview lawrence expresses his love for lily and he knows that she is the one because she is the only person that really cared for him. So he decided to propose her in a bed of sunflowers. He is worried that she will say no, because if she do, then that would mean for him that they're done. And that's where we leave off with them. Him getting down on one knee, getting ready to propose. We don't hear a yes from her or anything. That's just where we leave off with Lily and Lawrence. So next week on Unexpected, Tyra could be possibly pregnant again. I'm not necessarily sure, but because there was a snippet of Alex saying that he's not ready for another crying newborn at all. So this makes me wonder. So Jenna is waiting to get dilated to give birth and Aiden isn't updating her dad, which is worrying him. Lily and Lawrence come back from their baby moon to see his parents with her parents because they want to hear the big news and Micra's baby isn't latching on to feed which is worrying Micra. That's the end of this unexpected episode. Thanks for listening to Reality Review with Lady B.